check it out.
I'm just, I just don't know what to think. The world has lost its mind. So what do we do? What do we do? Just hanging out. That's what I do. And well, the world is it changing? <clears throat> is the world changing? Today, 
interacting with other people. I'm a racist. I'm a racist because when they were telling me that black lives matters, all lives matters, and I interjected that my life, my life matters. You're a pig, is what I was told. You're a racist. I'm like, no, no. I'm American. My life matters. Got the Constitution that gives me individual rights. And, well, people don't like it when you don't jump on boat with them they don't like that they they seem to want to call you names you know they can't tell me why my life don't matter like what's wrong with you my life matters your life matters you know and just Because you have finally opened your eyes to uh, an incident of corruption and, and murder, a bad policeman. It's like you've never heard of this before. It's crazy. I don't understand. It's, um... Ridiculous. And I mean that. These people are going crazy. And they act like this is uh, something special. And there's always something special about people getting murdered. It shouldn't be ignored. But when you want to burn down the country because something ignorant happened in a city that you've been nowhere around. Me, I've been through Minneapolis. What's wrong with Minneapolis? Well, what's going on there? I can infer to conclusion that uh, they have some corrupt prop corrupt problems with the police force. I don't doubt that. I don't doubt it at all. And it's confusing to me how people want to use that horrible situation that happened on the street in front of all kinds of people those people standing right there up close and personal with those four policemen 
they didn't seem to care a whole lot to me. They sit there and watched it. They videotaped it. And yet, they were fine with just standing there. Alright, well that's that's easy to say. Because, um, you know, I wasn't there. And I really don't recommend jumping in between the policeman and what they're doing. But me, <clears throat> I have all different things. I've, I've never grabbed a hold of a police officer and told him to stop doing what he's doing. I have uh, walked up to him and told him things. Nothing wrong with that. I don't think. But... I don't know. It just amazes me, really, how from one end of the country all the way to the other, people are looting and, you know, they're really doing something negative. Now, I've been told I'm a white guy and I should not be talking about black issues. Man, this is American. I can talk about whatever I want. And black issues are my issues apparently it's all over tv it's all over the radio it's all over the print it's all over podcasts it's all over the streets it's bricks being piled up on corners that nobody know where they're coming from and uh it's not my issue to talk about Take pray for these people. Is that something we should do? Pray. Well, I do. I ask God to help people out. Take this away. But I think there's people out there praying that something bad is going to happen. They want to watch the world burn. They just hate America so much. They hate our politics. Politicians. But what do I know? What have I seen? Well, I've been to all the states except for Hawaii and Alaska. I've talked to people from all over the world. That's that. And uh, let's see here. I'm going to turn the music down. I got a message on Spreaker. So if you're listening on Spreaker, you can go to the comments and talk to me there. I'll try to keep an eye on it. And... uh, My brother reminded me that uh, our father said 
that only a racist knows what racism is. And is that what is the problem? Was that cop a racist? Did he do that because he's white and he's black? Or did he do it just because he's a butthole? And he knew that guy? I think there's a part of the story with those two men. I believe that Mr. George Floyd knew that police officer. Oh, excuse me. They worked in the same place. 10 years, 17 years, one year. I'm not sure. I can't figure it out. I've been seeing all kinds of different numbers. Last night I talked about it being 10 years, but it could have been as many as 17 years that those two dudes worked together. Now, Mr. Floyd worked inside doing security, and Mr. Bad Cop worked outside doing security. So... Is there something there we're missing? Or is there something in their personal life? And it wasn't just that one bad cop. The other three, they also had knees up and down his bodies, legs and chest. And, you know, they were all holding him down. And they were all different races, too. You had a white guy, black guy, oriental or Asian fella, and some Middle Eastern fella. So you had a pretty diverse group of men right there. And then there was something about the the ambulance drivers. They all showed up and they supposedly looked like policemen. I listened to uh, old Guy Fox who uh, was he was a uh, driven ambulance and he said he ain't ever seen a ambulance driver ever dressed like the guys that showed up to um, move. Mr. George Floyd's body because apparently they didn't try to save it. So what? Is there something we're missing there? I think there is. There is something I'm missing and as soon as I find out what it is I'm going to let you know. So. So there. So is uh, the President of the United States going to invoke the Insurrection Act of 1807? I kind of thought he did, but then I don't really see anything. I heard him calling out the governors that they need to take care of this. And why they haven't taken care of this and why they've allowed this kind of nonsense to go on as long as they have tells me... That they don't really care or are they just frightened to death? I don't know. It seems like they should have done something. They should have seen it coming. Everybody else did. They all talked about it on social medias from Facebook to Twitter tards and the Instagram tards. All of them, they were just seemed to let each other know where they're going to be, where the police are, and they just, you know, they weren't doing a memorial. Was this memorial looting? 
Hmm. I don't think so. It, it was they were just being criminals. These are the type of people they want to see the world burned. You know, some of my friends, so-called friends at this point, I guess. I don't know if we're going to get past their opinion and my opinion. You know, because I don't think like they do. Well, I don't know. You know, I have known for years and years and years of the different corruption that's going on. And, uh, apparently, the people I know, uh, are not aware of all the corruption. Or they're oblivious to it. And that makes them part of the problem. They've been electing these people without vetting them, without figuring it out. You know, where you had, uh, we had a governor in West by God, Virginia, that went to prison for stealing. Well, he ended up with like, he had $30,000 in his desk. And anyway, he went to jail for something. He went to prison. I can't remember what it was. I was a little younger. But then when he got out of prison, they reelected him. And that made no sense to me back then. That guy's name was uh, Governor Archmore. And look at Barry out of D.C. He was caught flim-flamming, smoking crack, selling crack. Went to jail for a little bit, came right back out and got elected. Okay, when, when you get things like that going on, you're not allowed to say that they're bad. Because you knew they're bad and you put them there. It's kind of like, you know, I'm going to assume like the mayor in Minneapolis doesn't have the best intentions or he would have his police force lined out and not allow that kind of stuff not allow that police officer to have 20 some odd complaints about him that were apparently very legit like where I come from he's part of the problem and if you keep voting for that guy you are the problem maybe it isn't the mayor maybe it's the people that are voting for these people You know, that's a big power, being able to vote for your politicians. And we just willy-nilly just vote for whoever, you know. I was raised to go in and vote a straight Democratic ticket. And that's how it is. Boom. Chink! Nobody but Democrats. And I'm sure there are people who are just go and vote a straight Republican. They... Ticket and they they don't check anybody out. They're just voting willy nilly. So you doing something like that, part of the problem. Yeah, yes you are. And of course I know whoever's listening to me, you probably aren't the problem. But if that's something you're doing, I want you to think about it. If uh, you only vote for Democrats, I want you to think about it. If you only vote for Republicans, I want you to think about that for a moment. You know, because there's people that are going to vote for Joe Biden just because he's the Democrat that's running for president. Now, I look at Joe Biden, I'm thinking, how's that guy? Does, can he even stand up and go to the restroom by himself and remember where he's going when he's done? And I'm not saying that to be in a mean way. 
I'm saying that because I've watched him over the last couple years. That man is not right in the head because his brain, in my opinion, isn't really functioning the way it used to. President Trump? Well, I would have never voted for him because, well, he's Donald Trump. But you know what? He's president of the United States now. And people don't even call him president of the United States. They don't even call him POTUS. I remember when Obama was president, it seemed like they always called him POTUS. POTUS, 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 POTUS. And I remember one day I was like, uh, what is POTUS? What, what does that mean? What are, who are they talking about? <clears throat> and then somebody's like, oh, it's president of the United States. I'm like, oh, should be POTUS, uh, because he's president of the United States of America. But I didn't want Obama to be president, but I didn't badmouth him constantly. You know, I people voted him in okay but you know bad mouthing people when they sit around bad mouth President Trump well that's just disgusting that's just hate people are sitting there hating on somebody so loud it's ridiculous I don't even want to listen to him I don't like the guy but you know what he's president of the United States so uh guess what that's the man with the job so leave him alone let him do his job but it seems to me that even before he was elected they've been trying to keep him out of office and then everything that happens is his fault personally i like to blame everything on obama or bush but uh there's never been a moment where this man has had a really good chance to do something nobody's ever set back and to see what he could do. They've just been hating, 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 hating. I knew people that hated Obama. And they did not come anywhere close to the hatred I've seen out of these people. These people. These lily white people. I don't know where they get that hatred from. I don't know. I don't care. Well, maybe I do. I, I really, I do. But can we heal? I think we can. I think this is just a blip. And uh, I personally think that they need to drop the hammer on looters. I don't have a problem with it. It's illegal. It's wrong. They're not shoplifters. They're not walking into the store while you're open and just sneaking around and trying not to get caught. They're busting through the front of the building. That's a different, completely and utterly different way to do your stealing. You should do your stealing honestly. All by yourself. Hiding from the cameras and the security guard and try to run away. But when you come in with a bunch of people doing that, you are scumbags. The worst of the worst. Taking advantage of a situation that shouldn't be taken advantage of. Now, I 
don't care for you. I think they ought to have like police hidden in the crowd so when they do things like that they just start slapping handcuffs and things like that on them. But it seems like they just want to let them go and go and go. Now of course here in Florida, Polk County, Sheriff says come on in Polk County. Our citizens got guns. Probably not going to work out for you too well. Should be more sheriffs like that. Come on over this way. We're going to put a tent outside. You can stay in it for the summer here in Florida. Matter of fact, I bring them all to Florida. Put them out in the middle of central Florida. Let them all hang out there in the summer. Don't think about it. So I'm like, what are these people really complaining about? What are they complaining about? I don't know. It's definitely something shady with this whole situation. And especially since there's no China coronavirus talk now. You know, Fauci hasn't gotten on the air lately and go, Please, all you looters, you're going to die. You're going to spread the virus and kill yourselves. Oh. The police aren't really doing a whole lot about it either. You know, I know people got arrested trying to open a business. They come down on them hard for it. Just trying to go back to work. And they're letting these looters just roam and become news. And then the news people are just, you know, going crazy. Oh, crazy. What is wrong with the media? That's part of the problem, too. When you have all these places that are owned by criminal families as far as I'm concerned there's like six or eight different families that own all the news thank goodness for Johnny McMahon and and, and Michael Basham and, and a few other people for starting a friendsradionetwork.com And remember to come poke the bear at FringePanda.com. But this, uh, is this what they want? I haven't watched the news in between. Like, right, I don't watch TV. I don't watch Fox. I don't watch CNN. But, um, I assume there's still commercials. They're still selling advertisement. Is all the advertisement for... Drugs. Mmm, drugs. I might need some drugs. If I had a handful of Xanax, I could probably sit in a lawn chair and my floppy hat and cheer on the looters. That might just happen. I might even show up and bring boxes to give them. Woo! If I had to write drugs, I wouldn't care. But I can't afford a drug problem, so I care. Now, to be honest, 
right here around me where I'm living, the people, I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing any of that stuff around here. But I know in Tampa they were having problems. They were having problems in St. Petersburg. I don't know what's going on in Miami, but I'm taking Johnny's mom advice and just try to stick to my 30 miles of close to me and keep an eye on that. You know, maybe I'll run for sheriff. I could change things as a sheriff. You could too. In your home state. Maybe you could run for mayor. That's where it's at. That's how you, you want to change things. Run for office. Because as far as I know, since I've been alive, and all the way back to the very, very, very beginning of time, there has been viruses and racism. We don't cure viruses, and you're never going to cure racism. That's not going to happen. But you know, here in America, <clears throat> it's a different story. We don't have to cure racism. We've got laws on the book that make it illegal to be a racist. You know, someone says, uh, hey, can you give me a job? But like, no, I don't hire black people. You can't do that. Hey, can you give me a place to live? Well, no, I only rent to anybody else but black people. That's illegal. You can't do that. I mean, in America, you're welcome to hate anybody. It's not in the Constitution that you got to love people. It's not illegal to not like people. There's all kinds of people I don't like. There's lots and lots and lots more people that I love. I love them so much, I wouldn't even want to be on this earth without them. But, we're waiting around for a cure for a virus. We got a flu right now that we've had for years, that we go through for years, and they never cured the flu. They've never cured it. And the virus doesn't work on everybody, or the 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 uh, we call it the shot for it. It doesn't cure everybody, and then sometimes it has an adverse reaction and kills the person that got the shot. And I'm supposed to wait around for the world to return to normal. <laughs> For some people to tell me they got a virus. The cure for the virus. So if you can cure a virus. Maybe you can cure racism. Maybe you got a pill. You got a pill for racism. Now that would be something. Now my cure for racism is just kind of like slap somebody in the back of the head. And say what are you thinking? What'd they ever do to you? The people get a wild hair up their ass. They don't like people for whatever reason. You know, it amazes me 
people. Some of the racists I have met in my life, there weren't anybody around for them to be racist against. I'm like, how did you even become a racist? I'm like, you don't even know any black people. Black people don't live within 400 miles of this place. How can you be hating on them? So what's it take? Now, I talked about the last time about things. That black people, white people, maybe they need to have some representatives in towns and get along with each other. Start, I don't know, I don't want to say integrating, but start having some street parties together. Start hanging out. The policemen, they need to come out of their shell and quit thinking that they're just some special club. Like now I've got to hear blue lives matter. You know what? My life matters. Your life matters. Blue lives matters. Whatever. Cops get paid to do what they're doing. They're not doing that voluntarily. Apparently looters get paid doing what they're doing. It's not like they're going and looting and taking everything out of store and piling it out front and burning it all. Nope. That ain't happening. They're just taking it with them. It's almost ridiculous, isn't it? So these people, police, looters, they're in this together. They're hand in hand. Now, the policeman in this town caused that. Those four policemen caused it. And I don't mind throwing a whole broad blanket over Minneapolis's police department. I'll say the individuals may vary, but I'm going to say if these four policemen could sit there and do what they did, that they are nowhere near the only four policemen in that town that would act that way. And that means to me that that local government knows all about it the prosecutor in that town knows about these people the judges in this town know about these people and you know what all those people are elected and the people in that town are the ones that elected them and they're the ones that said that these are the ones that are going to take care of this problem for us and look what they've done you've just voted your feelings and you put in dingbats like that mayor, the day that that happened, the night that that happened, all four of them should have been suspended. They probably all four should have been in confinement somewhere. And he should have let everybody know, we are going to look into this right now. Before the sun sets, we are going to have some answers. This is not going to be tolerated. Matter of fact, we're looking at these four officers and all their friends, all their contacts to see. But no, they want to go look for your contacts to see if you've uh, got the virus. They want to go to your business, people like us, when they should be looking at themselves. There really does need to be civilian oversight on policemen, uh, councilmen, mayors, anything that has to do with being voted in. There needs to be oversight. We, we can't give these people just run of the land. Because see what happens? 
you get what you get in Minneapolis. You know, and it's hard telling how many times that happened, actually. If it wasn't somebody around videotaping it. I, I'm telling you, I would have started throwing rocks or something and took off running when they come at me. I would have done something. But I didn't watch that video for a reason. Like I said, my friend who knows and she knows, they watched it and they told me how disturbing it is. And I don't have to doubt that. You know, was that just like Jerry Springer and his friends all standing there watching that? You can't be that afraid of police to know when something's wrong. Because those policemen work for you. They're supposed to uphold the Constitution. And uh, when you sit there and you watch something like that, and you can tell that that man's rights were being violated. You know, I realize that the people standing around don't know what he did. And there isn't any crime as far as I know in America where if you're uh, accused of it that you die that the policemen are allowed to just kill you there is no crime in America so I don't care if Mr. George had just walked into a store and shot another person in the face and walked out and then was arrested that he should die because we have court systems we have something so people could say well he was this he had this he went to there i don't care what he did you can't do that policemen are not vigilantes and when i know if i got somebody i don't care if they're eight foot tall if i've got handcuffs on them behind their back there's not a whole lot they're going to be able to do to me no, not really, no. Especially if I can turn around and pick up a stick. I don't have to shoot them. But, there goes come a time that things happen. Um, you know, I don't know. People are like, well, he was scuffling. I don't know. Don't matter. Doesn't matter. Why did they, I don't know if they, did they taser that fella? Well, I don't know. It was wrong. It was definitely wrong. Like I said, my friends that watched it were thoroughly disgusted. And they were like, well, it's going to be a race war. And I'm like, what? You're upset with the police officer killing this man, and somehow you've gone to race war. How do we go from something like that to a race war? I mean, Really? You know, my, my country boys back home, they're like, come on, West Park, Virginia, come on out here in this holler. Loot my house. Of course, that'd just be silly. Oh, wouldn't that just be silly? But looters from New York City, not going to make it out to... Lincoln County, West by God, Virginia. Right there in the center of the universe. Oh, I know. A white guy should be talking about black issues. 
but it is current events and I've always loved current events since uh since I don't know seventh grade I loved it I used to love sitting down in the morning and reading the morning newspaper and then I used to love sitting down reading the newspaper and eating cereal then I moved on to reading newspaper and drinking coffee and then after that first cup of coffee I have to go poop then I come back get me some more coffee light up a cigarette but the coffee and the and the old newspaper kept me regular they still keep me regular oh yeah but let's finish with that subject for now and let's talk about how much I love how much I love you how much I'm glad you're sitting where you are riding down the road walking the dog and listening to the old things thought on Circle Drive and you're listening to it on Spreaker friendsradionetwork.com and don't forget to poke the bear at friendspanda.com and if you'd like to send me an email you can do that at uh, bentleycraig at outlook.com or bentleycraig at yahoo.com or you can just think about what you want to say and I'll pick it up because I am the country's only telepathic DJ oh I caught that what did you say about my mama and I can't play Led Zeppelin I'm sorry but I am looking for some uh, some local music or if you hear me and you, you, you do your own music send it to me I'll play it in the background I'll play it when I go pee pee I'll play it if I got to stand up and go let the dog out. You know what I'm saying? You know, I can't stand here or sit here for hours and talk. Oh, no. Yeah, I can. I can do that. But I love you. And I think you're special. And if you're listening to me, I know that you are one of the most rare creatures in all of God's creation. So that makes you special. And I I dig you. I appreciate you hanging out. I wish you had a chance to listen to a much more intelligent show, but that's not me. But I'm glad you're listening. Rowley I am. I really really dig it let's see what is it I'm Bentley Craig and you're listening to Things Thought on Circle Drive coming to you live from the very tip top of Crawford Mountain it's a beautiful place 
I wish I could invite you all up here to the top of Crawford Mountain and see my unique vantage point. Oh yeah, I wished I could do that for you, but I can't. But I couldn't. I could think out loud. And the world is such a beautiful place. And I really do love it. And it seems just to be getting ugly. Or they want you to think it's ugly, isn't it? It's the end of things. But the American spirit has been around for a while. I want to say close to 400 years. Some people tell me I'm wrong. That American spirit started over in Ireland, Scotland, that American spirit, it was always here, but it wasn't allowed to show itself until America come along. And like I've said it before, even today, or yesterday, or even last Monday when Mr. George was murdered, and how horrible it was, and how painful it was for America that day, even on our worst day, America is so much better than anywhere else. There's no way anybody in any other country could convince me that their country is better than America. That their people are better than America. Because most of these Americans got here because they didn't really like it where they came from. Now, not everybody can leave. And not everybody's a horrible place. You know, I'm not saying England's bad, but England ain't America. Uh uh-uh. uh. England is not America. You know what? You don't have Clearwater Beach in England. Of course, we don't have Big Ben in America, but I'll, I'll go ahead and take America. And, you know, when I say that, I'm not trying to offend people from other countries but I guess that's just my American pride and maybe as I don't know is that kind of racy is that kind of racism when I think America is just so much better like me I would love to go visit Japan you know what I'm saying but Japan's not America. And I'm not Japanese. You know, I'd love to go visit South America. But I wouldn't want to live there. I wouldn't want to live in Japan. I wouldn't mind living in Hawaii for a little while. Even though I know that I probably wouldn't even be welcome in Hawaii. 
Isn't that crazy? Thinking I could just go anywhere. But there's places in Hawaii where I couldn't go without causing trouble with somebody. Now, they wouldn't want me there. I could go there. I could get along with them. I wouldn't recommend you going to those places, but there's some people in Hawaii that just don't care for you. Alright, well then, that said, there's places in West by God, Virginia. The most beautiful place in the whole wide world. It's almost heaven. But there's places there. I'm not welcome. I am not welcome there. There are hollers and streets and apartment buildings that I could go into and never come back out of. So can I really go do what I want in America? Or you? Well, I feel like I can't because I'm a Jesus guy and God guy. And I know they got my back, so that gives me special powers. I've never minded going into those places that I shouldn't go. But even that takes a special kind of person. At least, I got that much faith that I'm like, hey man, I got Jesus, I'm good. No, here, take a gun. Well, maybe I ought to take a gun. No, I won't take a gun. I got this. If I end up dying, that's just how it is. Jesus calls me home, then that's fine, but otherwise I'm going in here. I'm not starting trouble, looking for trouble. I'm just going to be me. There's some... Stupid fella that don't know any better sometimes. Somebody that has always been told. You'd be a lot better off if you could just learn how to keep your mouth shut. I'm telling you. I heard that plenty of times when I was in the military. I've heard them. They told me. I would have been the world's greatest soldier ever if I could have kept my effing mouth shut. But... You know, I'm a Jesus guy. And I I don't look the other way. Now, it's tough to be like that. It's, It's even tougher to be like Jesus. You know, who would Jesus loot? Would Jesus loot the Walmart or would he loot the Target? Would he loot the liquor store? You know that's a trick question, right? That is a trick question. I think, I think that's a trick question. (laughs) Oh my. Why won't you play? Let's, uh, let's go to, uh, that's Funky Beat, but what I want to play is Funky Funk 68. Check this out. Funky Funk. And this has been approved by 
one black guy. <laughs> but I can tell you right now, it has not been approved by any of my white friends. But my black brother Richard said, hey man, that's alright, that's pretty good. And I was like, really? Let's see what you think. Tell you what, I'm going to go to the little boy's room, and I'll be right back. This show is not about standing up and peeing. Oh no. Yeah, I'm glad the volume was up there. But yes, this show is not about peeing. But if you're on Spreaker, you can hit me up, and if you got a question or some advice like some of my best advice was uh, could you please shut up oh yeah oh okay had to had to move around here so let's get back in to talking about how beautiful the world is and uh, I think we ought to take advantage of going out and checking out the world. You know, uh, I got listeners from all over the world. Peru? Really? And I'd love to come down there and check that out. You know, Portugal? What? I've only read about you in the history books. Norway? Man. That's that's like just like being a Viking over there. Danes? I don't know if I got a listener in Denmark. So if you're out there listening, make sure you share this show with someone from Denmark. I heard that they're really the ones that rule the world. 
Money rules the world. The whole world seems to be capitalist. Even the communist. They're kind of capitalist. Yeah. Maybe socialist countries. They're still kind of capitalist. Because really there ain't nothing free. Except looking at God's work. You know, I've, I've heard it said that, uh, you know, if there's a God, Mr. Jesus Man, why would he let all this stuff happen? Why is all this bad, evil things happening in the world if there's a God? If there's a God, I hate him. I'm like, well, how about this? If there ain't a God, why is there anything good happening? Can you answer? Can you answer me that? Huh? <laughs> I think if I hit that auto DJ where the songs just keep playing, is that what I need to do? I guess this is kind of like my first live show here on Spreaker. So I'm figuring things out, so uh, you have to forgive me. Oh, hold on a second. I just saw a, a chat button. Oh, well. So there's, there's Larry. Larry's listening. Larry said the dog would welcome you in Hawaii. Oh, I'm sure there's people there that would, would welcome me, but I know that the natives, some of those natives, not big into white people. Really. We don't talk about Hawaiian racism. <laughs> you know, those, uh, those North Koreans, well, they're pretty racy too. They sure as heck don't like white people. Well, they don't like most people. Those North Koreans there, yeah, they got it going on. And a lot of those Asians, China, they're kind of racist. See, I mean, racism's everywhere. But here in America, we have the Constitution. So it doesn't mean that racism is allowed. Racism is not allowed. You know, how, how can you per- pursue your life of happiness and be racism on. You know, there's laws against that, and we need to get the right people in there to take care of that. So it's not like we got an original problem, we just have it to where, I don't know why, this, the media is yanking people's chains. It's like they, they've got you trained. And I'm not talking, you know, when I say you, definitely not the people listening on uh, the Friends Radio Network. I don't, I don't think those people are trained. I think that anybody listening to me right now is uh, what they call, I guess, red-pilled. You're woke. So some of the most of the things I'm talking about aren't coming as a surprise to you, you know. Except maybe if I start going on about flat Earth, that might be like, be like what? Then again, you might be so woke that you know the flat Earth is real. <coughs> now. I don't think the flat earth is uh, is a real thing, but I have friends of mine 
Earth. They love Flat Earth. Oh, I probably shouldn't be clicking things, huh? You know, they got the old uh, SpaceX flew up on the dragon. I got friends that tell you that, that that's all esoterical stuff, and the dragon's a certain evil kind of thing. And I really do believe that they are evil people with bad intentions running this world. And I think those same people are yanking our chains here in America. Now, it doesn't seem like they're yanking everybody's chains. There's some people that are smarter than that. Yes, they are. Let me see. I'm going to try typing into here in the old chat here. Let's see what happens. Oh, yeah, that works. So, yeah, if you're listening on Spreaker, you can hit the little chat thing and you go to this little room and uh, and that'll pop up and I can, I can look at it. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Hello, Larry. What else? Because that, that would be cool. I'd, I'd love to hear your opinion on something or read your opinion. But otherwise, let's just talk about the world. And that was something I've talked about before on the podcast, but... I love this world. And I remember my, my mama asking me, talking to me about heaven when I was 10. And uh, she's like, well, you know, BC, don't you want to go to heaven? And I'm like, well, mama, when I die, is it okay if I stay here? And she's like, what? Like, well, there's a lot of things I want to do. I, you know, I want to go climb up on top of Indian Rock. I like to hike the Appalachian Trail. I like to go swimming some more. Maybe in heaven I could get a really cool bike and ride it around down here. And there's a lot of things. I'm like, really? Heaven's better than what I can see with my own two eyes? I'm like, because this is pretty good, Mama. My favorite color was always what I called West Virginia green. And West Virginia green wasn't just a green. It was like 50, 100 different shades of green from all the trees. You know, they got like 200 different kinds of trees in West Virginia. All growing side by side. It's crazy. Everywhere is green, especially in the summertime. Right now in West Virginia, it is so green. Oh, it's just beautiful. It's one of the prettiest places I've ever been. Or it is. I've been to a lot of pretty places. I don't think West Virginia was missing was the ocean. But like Utah climbing. Just going out into Utah and rock climbing. Roaming around in canyons. I'm like, really, Mama? Heaven's better than that? Well, it must be pretty darn good. Because I've got people, I've met them, they've died to go to heaven. You know, 
know, they, they wanted to get there quicker than anybody, and they're, they're gone. People I grew up with, they're gone. They made it to heaven. There wasn't anything about this world that had interested them at all. And speaking of that, uh, it's not in this show notes, but in my other show notes, I have the suicide hotline, and I don't have that, but you, you know, they got numbers you should talk to somebody if uh, you want to go to heaven well I don't know there's nothing wrong with wanting to go to heaven but getting there prematurely and I know this is a a sad 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 kind of time for people oh yeah but I think it's going to get better. I sure hope it don't get worse. See where this uh, asteroid is going to make a drive by. Could possibly go through our atmosphere. Wouldn't that be neat to see some uh, Eiffel Tire size asteroid bounce off the top of our atmosphere? Wouldn't that just be spectacular? And as spectacular as that could be, heaven is better. I'm like, cool. Streets line with gold. I'm like, well, I just like a nice pass without any sand spurs or goat heads in it. Oh, I hope I'm not trying to give you the wrong impression about heaven. I just think sometimes, you know, and my my, my mama worried for me because she knew I did love the earth, this world, the block, the people. You know, I enjoy people. I enjoy this world. And these people are messing it up. Or has it just been messed up in the last 50 years and I failed to notice it? Yeah, probably, because there's always racism. There's always going to be racism. There is no cure for racism. Except for America. We got the Constitution. I guess that is your cure for racism. And we let people disregard the Constitution and change it and tell us that it's a a living, breathing, evolving document. And I'm like, no, that Second Amendment doesn't change. The Third Amendment, you still can't have army people show up and hang out in your house. There's no way to breathe around that. But there's constitution and people really need to get familiar with it and once again I'd like to call everybody to do my protest and my protest is we get 10,000 women in front of every city hall in America and they just stand there 
And they don't say anything. They give them that mom look, that girlfriend look, that wife look. Because if there's anything on this planet that could save us, it's women. Women got the power. Can you imagine 10,000 women standing down at the city hall, not saying a word, just that look. That look that you know you've done something. You know you've been busted. You know what you did. And even if you didn't know, you knew you did something. And you won't try to fix it. So you do this with those politicians down at City Hall. Don't say anything. Don't even go in the building. They'll know you're out there. They'll be out the window going, what are they saying? What are they doing? Well, they're not doing anything. They're just staring. Look at them. It's kind of creepy, all of them. I feel like I've done something wrong. It's because you have there, Mr. City Hall. Oh, yeah, and you know what you've done. And that's what my plan is, is to let those women, they tell you, we know we're on to you. And then they all leave. They just stand out there 10 minutes and leave. That's how you change things. Going and tearing up stuff at a grocery store. That's not going to change anything. Killing innocent people. That ain't going to change anything. I think we all start looting the looters also. That's that's how I think. I think there ought to be people standing right outside the block where they take stuff back from them. Well then, I like to think I'm a Jesus guy. So should I help them? Take stuff out of the store. Carry it out to the house or the vehicle. Here, hold on a second. You got everything out of the store you need? And they're like, yeah. And I was like, well, here's my shirt. You can have it too. Would Jesus do that? Would he help the looters? Man, that's got to be. You're back. Got to be hurt carrying that. Let me help you. Now that'd be neat to have a bunch of other people down there helping the looters take their stuff. Here, here, let me help you with that. No, no, I tell you what, don't you throw that brick through the window. Let me do that for you. I'm just, I just want, I love you. You know, you're going to get in trouble. I wouldn't want to see you get in trouble, Mr. Looter. I'll bust out the window and I'll go in there and get that stuff and just bring it out to you. Just sit in the car. I'll bring it out. Well... That probably isn't going to happen. Kind of like where I like to pray to God. Hey God, it's BC. I was just checking in on you. See if you need anything, God. Is there anything I can do for you while you're while you're up there? Is there anything at all I can do for you, God? You need anything? You want me to grab you? I'm going to go to the convenience store. You want me to grab you some uh, some white cheddar popcorn? 
No, probably not a lot of prayers like that going to God. I know usually my prayers to God are, of course, you know, hey God. You know what I need, can you help a brother out? What can I do, can you get my head out of my ass? Can you help me with that? You know, calling up God on day before rent's due and saying, hey man, I ain't gonna be able to pay rent tomorrow. Wonder if you can help me out. Well, that might not work out as well as you'd hoped. Because, you know, God works in mysterious ways. Might not get that rent money until years later. Or you might have got it a lot sooner, but you just spent it on something else. Maybe you, you got everything you needed for rent before you prayed. But you went ahead and bought you a clarinet instead. God works in mysterious ways. It might be already too late to pray when you prayed because it already been answered. You ever think about it like that? Like sometimes I get a windfall. I'm like, hmm, what's up with this? Let me put this over here for a moment. Meeting a woman. Oh yeah, dear God. Maybe you met her before you got a chance to pray. Poor man. Now I'm not your gender fluid kind of guy. You probably won't hear me going on and on about that because uh, I'm still not all in on the whole gender fluid thing. I personally kind of think it's ridiculous, but you know what? I'm an American, and if you're gender fluid, and you were born and raised here, or just born here in America, it means you're American, so I can think things about you, but you're guaranteed for me not to do things about it, you know, it's against the law for me to call you names, really, or burn your house down, or kill you, or beat up your family, all that stuff, can't do any of that. Not, and I don't plan on it. I'm not that kind of person, but I do think it's kind of silly. But, you know, I don't know everything. Maybe everybody does get born with something else in their head. Me, I was, you know, I like playing cowboys and Indians. I guess cowboys and natives. I like being a cowboy because you got to wear a holster and I could flipped the pistol around on my finger and actually as an adult I'm still really good at that you ought to see me with a sidearm I look pretty good I practice a lot of things Clint Eastwood did I practice that with a pistol looks pretty cool I wouldn't shoot anybody because of what I think Let's see, what else do I think? There's a lot of things I think are silly. Well, I think the Democrats and Republicans are silly. I don't know why we don't have 750 different parties. 
in America. How we can get divided so easily with the two parties. But there's so much more than that. Like me, I said I was, I was a reg- I am a registered Democrat. And I probably won't change that. That's just out of nostalgia. But I am a a liberal conservative or a conservative liberal, which means I really don't care what you do. Just don't touch me. And along that same line, I'll probably open the door for you, whether you're a man or a woman. Even help you take your gender fluid, uh, whatever it takes to get you up the stairs or something. I don't know what you... But I don't think you're any different than me. Not really. You know, I think I'm a podcaster. So I'm podcasting. You know, you think you're a girl and you were born in the wrong body? Well, who am I to argue? You know? Somebody could listen to this podcast and say, Man, you are not a podcaster. You are not. You're horrible. You're just some guy that just talks. <laughs> well, that's the reason why I call this show Things Thought. And you're always welcome to send me your thoughts. I'm interested in them. Yes, sir, Rebob. And don't forget to poke the bear at friendspanda.com and friendsradionetwork.com It's a beautiful thing. You could be a podcaster. You know? I guess you could be fluid. I'm a fluid podcaster. That's what I am. I'm a fluid podcaster. Probably the kind you probably ought to flush. <laughs> oh, you know it's bad when I'm laughing at myself. But surely this isn't going to be my best show. And I promise you, it isn't. I'm just... Um, it's a little different from back when I used to do radio. Just a hair different. And once I get me my mixing board, oh, people, people. You just wait till what I got planned for you. And then again, I'd like to hear some uh, some um, original music. If you have original music out there and you'd like it to be played, it's yours. And you give me permission to play it, I'll play it. I'll, uh,. Maybe I'll start doing like a half hour. That's what I really like to do is have like a half hour of independent bands and play their music, something that you've never heard before. Give them a chance to get played and and then, you know, even interview some of them as part of this show. But until then, you know, I'm just hanging out. We could talk about the time the boots called up and threatened to kill me. That was funny. You know, I can bet you money there ain't a lot of people been threatened to get killed by a Buddha. A Buddhist. That's pretty rare. 
but not as rare as you, the listener, because you are listening to the number one least listened to broadcast in the universe. (laughs) And it's okay. That makes you rare. It makes you unique and special. And don't you let anybody tell you differently. Because I love you. And I'm glad you're here. And I hope you are always here. This is my first live show on the Spreaker. I hope you're here when I do my 1,000th show next year. (laughs) Oh, wouldn't Johnny love that? We get a thousand shows in before this time next year. Oh my, oh my. I think that'd be cool. I'm gonna, I'm gonna run by that by Johnny. Maybe Michael. See if they'd like to see if I could do a thousand shows before this time next year. Alright, well I'm mostly joking. You understand that, right? But there you go. And then hopefully one day I'll have somebody else sitting here with me. I think these kind of shows really need two people because... I would have been looking around for a few things and bringing that up, and but you know, me turning my head and looking at things. Dead air, when I was doing radio, was uh, the ultimate sin, and I guess that kind of goes along with me now. Dead air is no bueno. No bueno for dead air. But we can change the world, or you women can. Come on, women, go stand there. Let's get together. Somebody get a hold of me, give me a date, and I'll start spreading that date around, and I'll start talking to all the women I know. And, and of course, every woman I know, when I would bring something up like this to them, they would give me that woman's look that would mean I'd have to leave the house, go somewhere else. But I really do think the power is in the women. I really do. I mean, we could all go do it, but there's something about women. The strength that they possess. And when they get those numbers, and they they have always had this power, but we've, uh, men have made them believe that they don't have that power, that they are weaker than we are. Yeah, you know, I can beat a woman in arm wrestling. Sometimes I can beat them at thumb wrestling. And uh, I think most of them I beat at chess, but they never really I showed them how to play chess, so that's not really fair. But they always kick my butt in gin. And I beat every woman I ever played in basketball. <laughs> but I never beat a woman in pool. Nope. No, I hold on, I take that back. I, I beat one woman in pool. It's been about 10 years ago. But her and her team went to uh, Vegas. They placed fourth. in the team competition 
Now, I wasn't real fond of this woman, so when she came back and she was bragging about being in fourth place, we've got fourth. And I was like, oh, well, you know, you're only as good as your last game. And you lost your last game. Oh, you should have seen that look. She gave me that look. But I grew up in bars and nightclubs and was always on a pool table and took that game very serious for one part of my life. And uh, me and that girl played and I won. Now, I'll be honest with you, she was a better pool player than me. I'll tell you that. But my pool talk was a lot better than her pool game. And it was just uh, satisfying to beat that lady that day. I guess she gave me that other look that women give you that if she had a steak knife in her hand, it would have been in my head. But as far as I know, that's the only woman I ever beat in pool. But women have the power. You can change the world, women. Get together with your sisters. And I guess if you're gender fluid, go on down there. You know, if you think you're a woman, go too. That's okay with me. If you've got that woman's look, then you're a woman. But they could change the world. They could change it tomorrow. If everybody, all those women showed up in city halls all across the nation... Because those politicians know what they're doing. They know. It's a game with them. It's a club. They're all flim-flammers. But you can change that locally. You can start right there in your hometown. You can't change Minneapolis. But you can change your hometown. And you can make sure there's not a repeat of what just happened. Maybe. Because there's always going to be racism. There's always going to be some horrible policeman to do something like that. But there's always going to be some horrible person that's going to kill a policeman. You know, and I just want to, as a reminder, unarmed naked men have killed armed policemen. Okay? It's fact jack now they were usually on something but i remember years ago watching a policeman begging for his life as some man beat him to death and he nobody helped him and it was disgusting and i'm sure listening to george floyd screaming for his life and hollering for his mom who's dead a grown man, a six foot six man, hollering for his dead mama. That's wrong. That is wrong. And I'm super tickled that I didn't watch the video because of just knowing what he did and imagining how people are. I know people. I know people. For a grown man to scream for his mama, his dead mama, wow, that's heartbreaking. 
and it should not be tolerated. And I guess saying that it's going to happen again is kind of callous, but it will. No matter what, because there's always those type of people like that policeman. There are always them. There's always good people. But there's always some creepy shady person who have their own agenda for whatever reason. You know, Floyd, he was a man. Not unlike me. I've done things that, you know, some people might not be impressed. But I'd hope that if somehow I end up walking down the street tonight and walking into a 7-Eleven to get something and I accidentally have an altercation and, and get killed by a policeman and they're like, well, you know what he did 25 years ago? You know what he did when he was in school? Do you know what he said to his second grade teacher? None of that should matter. Whatever Floyd did, doesn't matter. But I still am. I'm waiting for the whole thing to come out. There's something going on with those two. Something. And then just because that one police officer was working security there doesn't mean that those other four wasn't working security there too. Because in my hometown, there was always, not always, a lot of times in bigger clubs, there were policemen out front. They didn't really do a whole lot. They didn't, they were, you know, they were in their uniforms, but, uh, you know, they weren't going to search you or harass you or things like that. I guess they were just being paid to stand out there and deter just deter so I'm going to say there was probably other policemen that worked with that policeman that murdered that man Mr. Floyd talk about that is sad and it's sad for me to think America has lost its mind it's sad to me that friends of mine are fine with looting and that that has to get done to get your point across like well I never learned that anywhere in school doesn't say that anywhere in the Constitution that to get your point across you burn down buildings and you block firemen from getting to the houses that you burn down and you know I don't even know how many people's been killed during this last week if one only one person was murdered by the loot and crazy people that's one too many just like George you know some of those people were killed because of racism there was other white people killing black people and black people killing white people. <clears throat> now my favorite thing that I did see was this white girl with her mask on both her fingers up in front of two policemen that were black. And she's sitting there protesting the treatment of black. And she's standing right in front of black policemen with their fingers in their face. That... That's ridiculous. But. Well. 
I think I might wrap it up unless you all got some questions or answers. But I want to let you know there's some things that you need to listen to. There's a friend of mine, old Barry. He's doing a podcast. You can check him out. It's called Sheep No More. Yeah. My buddy John O. Machada, he does the Guy Fox podcast, otherwise known as the Gunpowder Plot Show. Now, he is a little bit more live than me and vocal. And uh, it's a little bit more adultish in his approach. Now, Barry and the uh, um, uh, Sheep No More is um, he's he's more mellow like me, but he's uh, he's just starting, and uh, and uh, you know his he doesn't carry his emotions uh, in his pocket or anything. They're on his sleeve. He if he he has some thoughts. He's a little bit more concise about his podcast. It's a lot shorter. And uh, he just started, so I, I recommend you checking out Sheep No More. I think you can find that at anchor.com, but you can carry it anywhere. Find it anywhere at this point, I believe. Spreaker, Spotify. And don't forget about the Iron Show with Johnny McMahon. Oh. And he says him and Rick might be doing some stuff in the future. That'll be cool. That'll be real cool. I love those two dudes. Uh, Michael Basham and the uh, Spirit Wars. You all know that guy. Just the most uh, brilliant kind of uh, kind of guy. And uh, there's that. And um, what else? Yeah, so you got the, uh, oh, and then my honey bunny, she's doing a, a show, it's called um, uh, 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 Menopause and Me, you can find that on just about everything, so check her out, she's got one in, in the can, Menopause and Me, by my honey, and then, uh, oh, oh, Fuzzy, I forget it, I'm sorry. One of my other buddies, crazy man from England. I'll remember it for the next time. But definitely check out the Iron Show and go back to see some of his old ones. His uh, fear shows are phenomenal. And they would probably work out just fine right now. They're kind of, Some of them are old, they just did a new one. I think that was with Michael. There's a lot of these people in the Friends Radio Network that I'm not familiar with, but I'm hoping to be friends with them here for a while. But I have been around on Friends and listening to it for a long time. But I was mostly a Johnny guy. Like I said, send me some music. Bentley Craig at yahoo.com. Bentley Craig at Outlook.com. Don't forget to check out the Fringe Radio Network.com. Do not forget to poke the bear at FringePanda.com. I'm Bentley Craig. And this is Things Thought. 
Circle Drive. Coming to you live from the very tip top of Crawford Mountain. And until next time, I'll see you then. Check it out.